Gaming is an adventure. You can delve into the deepest sea or soar above the highest mountain. You can become the hero, slay dragons, or rule entire civilizations. You can do this all alone or with the fellowship of the best companions. So what do you say? Are you ready to go on an adventure? This is the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. I am your host, clearly not Manny G. But with me as always, the Bombero from the Lone Star State, TX Andyman. Matsky. Matsky, we are unsupervised today. We are. Uh, just, just a couple of Texans remembering the Alamo, buddy. <laughs> Remember Goliad. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Come and take it. Come all and the take lone, it. Exactly. All the Lone Star slogans that uh, that we can cram into one episode. Everything's bigger in Texas. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Texas is bigger than France. <laughs> Amen. Oh, man. Dude, so uh, very odd episode for us today. Yeah, this uh, is weird. Seeing as I have missed uh, quite a few episodes, but today Manny is missing his first episode since we launched, not obviously counting the ones that we've both missed, right? Yes. So, uh, he has had a bit of a, a rough couple of weeks, actually. You know, we all know that his little guy went through a, a, a bit of a situation. Obviously, we're, we're hoping and praying for a speedy recovery. He seems yep. to be doing well, but he's had some more stuff come up. Uh, obviously, mm. family stuff that, that doesn't allow him to be here tonight, but, but he did uh, give us the blessing to go ahead and record for the first time without him. So right up front, I apologize for uh, if, you know, uh, Matt and I maybe don't have the best audio quality. I don't know how much editing Manny's going to be able to do with this. I told him just press send, Manny. Stitch it together and press send. The show must uh, go so, on, as they say in yeah, the business. That's right. That's right. So uh, obviously – you know, we're hoping uh, for the best for Manny and his family. Uh, maybe next week when he's back, he'll share more if he feels like it. Uh, but in the meantime, we do have some gaming news to get to. Uh, but before we do, as is custom with us, uh, Matt, what what have you been getting into this week? Well, this week this week was a little abbreviated for me because I did some some real life adventuring. We traveled yeah. during the pandemic. Which was crazy. Uh oh. Yeah. I, like a couple of good Texans. Like a couple of good Texans, because Texas is open for business. That's right. No, uh, my wife and I, we actually flew out to California to, oh. to a wedding. Yep. Um, we, we flew out Thursday, went to the wedding Friday, flew back Saturday. It's kind okay. of a, kind of a whirlwind trip out to the West Coast. Yeah, real we, quick. We, we did all the COVID things, masks yeah. for all day, every day. Social distancing, oh, um, yes. but it was we were going out for a friend, a mutual friend that we've both known for decades at this point. So mm. it was it was one of those things that it was just like you know, at some point you can take all the precautions in the world, but you have to keep living your life. You got to get out there to yeah, some extent. Got to get married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, I'm, I'm sure that must have been quite the adventure. It was uh, considering and all of the things people have to go through now with. Yeah. Uh, oh, and this was know, this distancing. was double the the wedding venue was in the middle of the, mm -hmm. the wildfire zone. 
up north of San Francisco. Oh my gosh. We could see the burn yeah. marks on the ground a hundred feet from the house. Like where wow, yeah, the firefighters had camped out up on top of the hill where their house is and yeah. fought back this fire. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Have you been to California before? I have. I actually lived there for a couple of years. Oh, well, then you, then that's nothing new to you, man. Yeah. Like I, my recollection, obviously Manny and I both grew up in, in, uh, Southern California, right. but, uh, when we, when we had wildfires, man, it was quite the, the impressive sight. You know, you could obviously ash a lot of times would fall on your, on your vehicles, depending on how bad a season it was. Yeah. And, um, you know, if the Santa Ana winds were kicking up, um, and, uh, which is like a really hot wind that blows out there. It's, it's, uh. I don't know. I always thought it was kind of cool because it was the, you know, the time of year was sort of uh, atypical for you to have a warm breeze. But, um, uh, dude, it can be quite, uh, impressive, you know, to be in, in California during, uh, you know, especially if they have some, some decently sized fi- uh, wildfires. But, uh, wow, man. Well, that's cool, yeah. man. I'm glad you guys just made it back, uh, for the most part unscathed, hopefully. Yeah. It'll continue to be uneventful. Hopefully uh, so. With the next few days, we'll we'll tell. Yeah, you didn't bring anything back with you, <laughs> right? But, uh, so, any games? Well, any I games uh, I managed to get in a couple hours on Avengers this afternoon. Nice. Dude. We got back. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Had some dude. fun in there. I I just kind of barely got into the cut to the campaign. Um, so mm-hmm. I haven't done any of the multiplayer yet, but it's uh been pretty fun. Enjoyed that. Very cool. uh, what about you? What you been doing? Uh, well, so this week for me has also been, uh, pretty busy, uh, especially the last few days, man. The, I, I, you know, work has kept me, uh, pretty tied up. I'm doing a, I'm doing a lot of like promotional stuff for work. And so yeah. that requires me to, to ha- take several classes. Uh, and so I just kind of like back to back, you know, I've been, I, you know, I was doing, um, a required course for me to be in charge, you know, every now and again. Oh no. But now I'm also, yeah, getting into some of like the actual, like, uh, promotion level, uh, classes and dude, I, you know, it's my fault because I thought it would be like, ah, you know, it'll just be some online stuff. It'll be, no, no problem. But dude, this is like straight up college level, bro. Like I'm writing papers. <laughs> I like I, I've got a ton of assignments, so I'm like, dude, I've got to get all this stuff knocked out before Monday. So Man, I they- just spent the whole like the last several days just crushing. I mean, cramming uh that stuff. So, um, you, but you I'm know they're not just gonna done. put Uncle Rico in charge, right? Dude, apparently not, man. They actually want me to grow up a little bit. <laughs> and it's all administrative stuff. So, of course, I just, uh, you know, it's a lot of forms I have to fill out. And, you know, they got to show them that I can actually do this stuff. So, but anyway, but I did get some games in, thankfully. Um, you know, we were playing Remnant together for, uh, you know, the last several weeks. Yep. Um, and, and, you know, like I'm... I've gotten through the DLC content, uh, which was great. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed it. I know it was a bit of a buggy mess for some people. It sounded like mostly on the PS4, maybe the PC. Uh, Xbox was great for me. I'm sorry, no, not, not the PC, but PS4 specifically. Yeah. Uh, PC was great for me. I did have some hard crashes. We, we encountered those together a few times. I think mine were as a result of the graphics settings maybe being a bit too high okay. for my machine. Yeah. Um, I tweaked that and it's been working fine. 
Um, but then I, I did, I, so I downloaded several games from Game Pass. I downloaded both of the Ori games, which I had not played. Yeah. Um, and I downloaded Wastelanders 3. So I'm, or I'm sorry, Wasteland oh, yeah. 3. <laughs> Here <laughs> um, we go again. And, yeah, right. And, uh, it, so I got through the first Ori. I finished that one, which was a delightful game, man. I thought it was such a cool little experience. I really enjoyed it. Um, I started to play the second one. Uh, but then of course, you know, just that along with everything I've had going on the last few days, I haven't really had a lot of time to actually play it. And then I just jumped into Warframe right now. We were, you know, we're going to talk about it. So I figured, oh, you know, they've got the new player experience. I'm going to get in and try to get at least get the, you know, the beginning tutorial piece of it done. Yep. Uh, but I was having some controller issues, but uh, I got to see the cutscene. Uh, and again, we'll talk about that here in a minute, but great. Should we jump into some, some stuff? You mentioned Ma- uh, Avengers. I did. Um, so give us the breakdown, man. What, uh, what, what's the, what's the, the lowdown? Ladies and gentlemen, the verdict is in. Marvel's Avengers is okay. Oh, yes. Okay. So, um, I, I know there was a huge mixed reception coming out of the beta because mm-hmm. everybody was kind of like, eh, I don't really know what to, what to expect of this. It's kind of clunky. Mm-hmm. It's a button masher. Like, is right. this all there is to it? But mm-hmm. according to Metacritic, the average meta score across PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4 is 69. 69, dude. Nice. So I can't not say that every I, time I hear that. Numbers. I know, man. <laughs> Basically, it is perfectly average, and the perfectly the, average. So user reviews are all over the map. Everything from zeros right. to tens. I just kind of throw them all out. Um, yeah. The critics' reviews. I mean, they're all over the map, but th- there's obviously no zeros, and there's no one hundreds. The highest score I yeah. saw was a an eighty nine. But, I mean, some of the things that they said from from Game Informer, Avengers is in great shape right now, dazzling with its story and action. I'm hooked on the in-game content that's available now, and I want to see just how powerful these heroes can become after leveling them completely. Mm-hmm. Um, Game Informer gave it an 88. I think that might be a little high, but, you know, it's, it's going to be a very personal thing. Um, right. PC Invasion... Gave it an 80. Marvel's Avengers is a very entertaining game that makes great use of its characters. The PC version gave me some problems, and many others are having similar issues, but it's an enjoyable time with a lot of value. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game... And on, yep. on, Go ahead. On it, honestly, like that, that, that statement right there has been, I think, the pr- pretty much the average response that I've been seeing, right? Like... Like you said, nobody's super, super dazzled, but nobody's super let down either. Now you always have your, you know, your folks that are, that are going to be, uh, you know, just lamenting the current state of live service games and this, that, and the other. Right. But I mean, a lot of the content creators that I trust, um, have all said the same thing. Like, you know what? It's fine. It's fun. It's not like a super long, um, uh, campaign and and I keep hearing destiny being thrown out as like a comparison like a loose comparison I yeah I don't um, I don't like that comparison personally okay you've actually played it I've not yeah, so, so I don't I can't yeah and, and I 
like, like I said, so since release, I've only played the single player campaign portion and I love it mm-hmm. as a single player narrative game. It is phenomenal so far mm-hmm. going through mm-hmm. the campaign as Miss Marvel, who's the main character. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just been so much fun, especially as a, mm-hmm. as a comic book fan. Like it, mm-hmm. it is a love letter to superheroes. Um, yeah, and the actual the actual comics, right? Like the comics version of these characters, not the MCU. Well, so the characters are based off the comic characters themselves as they're written in the comics. Mm-hmm. The story itself is original. Mm-hmm. So Crystal Dynamics took something out of the comics, and like they're not basing it on a comic series. Like it's it's not one of the Avengers runs or anything like that. But they made their okay. own original story based on characters from. Marvel Comics. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it's just been a ton of fun. Uh, I I played the multiplayer in the beta, and it was... I mean, it was, it was okay. Uh, I think a lot of the Destiny comparison comes from the loot grind. Like, you just... You have a... Kind of a, a hub. A mission hub. You go to a location. Mm-hmm. You run that area. You get the loot from it. Rinse, repeat over and over again to raise you raise your gear score you know mm-hmm. run the same thing over and over again loot drops that's a little higher than what you got you put the new loot on right. you go back you do it again mm-hmm. um so there's there's a lot of that there's um unlockable skills for all the characters uh that you know can change how you play a lot of times so yeah so i guess the com- the comparison would be that sort of rpg esque uh, experience, the life service experience, yes, right? Sort yes, of exactly. Taking from RPG elements, the, the, you know, the loot grind is there, but, you know, still sort of, I, you know, and I feel like, you know, obviously Destiny, uh, and the Division, uh, are probably the two sort of, of, of forefathers to this, this version of that genre. Right. You know, not really comparing, not, not, Certainly not comparing it to some of the RPGs, some of the greater RPGs out there, you know, cause, cause there's, it's hard to compare it to those games, but, but that niche, you know, that sort of that, that live service genre, right? right. I guess is, is what we can call it. Um, yeah, but I don't feel like any games actually figured that out yet, right? Because it seems like what the player wants is a little bit closer to the RPG version of the game where, the developer for whatever reason is is fighting that and maybe that has something to do with the you know the aforementioned microtransactions or the monetization right of, and that's one thing that this game. this game is definitely going to do because every individual character has their own purchasable battle pass yeah dude i did, i heard that and it really I mean, I don't want to say it soured me because I didn't want to. Uh, I'm honestly, my position on this game right now is for the most part indifferent, right? right? Like I'm not really, I'm not really wanting to play it, but I'm not ruling it out either, right? I, I like, I'm a comics book fan. I, I was more an X universe uh, fan. I really never bought into the whole Marvel side of things. I also followed the, um, you know, the, the, I'll call it the, um, Ghost Rider, uh, okay. universe as well, which was, you know, Ghost Rider, Blade, uh, Mephisto, you know, yep. like those characters. I really like that, that sort of 
side of the Marvel universe, but um, the Avengers never really hooked me, I would say. So um, there's every possibility that you'll see those characters in this game at mm-hmm. some point down the road. Mm-hmm. That, like That is one of the nice things about this IP mm-hmm. in this games as a service model. Like this might be the one good thing that comes from the games as a service model is it's very open-ended and the expectation when something comes out that is games as a service is you expect many years of content additions. Yes. Um, For better or worse, whatever that looks like. And yes, it's to make money, but what what we will see is we will see new characters added regularly. They've announced that uh, in October and I think it's October and November. We will get Kate Bishop and Hawkeye, respectively. Mm, um, okay. And then that will continue. There was a leak. Somebody data mined something like 16 characters that are already in the game oh, code. Oh, wow. Um, Purchasable characters? Or? No, so the characters, when they release, will be free. As, as far as we know, Okay. will be free, but they will have a purchasable battle pass. Mm. The battle pass will get you cosmetics and nameplates and... Some, some currency stuff. Yeah. But yeah. it's, it is interesting. Mm-hmm. The battle passes are going to be something like 10 bucks. If mm-hmm. you complete the battle pass for a character, you will earn back enough in-game currency to buy the next one for the next character that releases. That, I did also hear that. Now there was one review that I watched that did pique my interest. You know, it was, um, um, you know, he's more of like a, you know, he, he, yeah. I would say he's a political pundit, kind of uh, uh, dressed as a uh, sort of uh, like a comics slash gaming sort of, you know, reviewer and whatnot. Um, but he did like this one video here. Um, he like he straight up reviewed the uh, the game and he gave a really I mean, I really appreciated the breakdown that he gave. Right. He'd like. He broke the abilities down, sort of the perspective, and, you know, he, he kind of gave a real honest review of the game. In fact, he calls it a thorough review. And, you know, having seen him, and he was playing on, the, on I think, the hardest difficulty, and he was like, man, there's a lot of fun to be had here. Yep. The story really isn't, it's like a 20-hour campaign, I think, or something like that, yeah, it's super short. Ten, I keep hearing 10 uh, to 20 hours, depending on how much mm-hmm. of the side content you do. Um, yeah, but the, yeah. So, it, so it seems interesting, man. Hopefully, it's uh, it's something that uh, that works out for us, right? The right. Gamer. Exactly. Um, and and that, the other thing about the combat is that's another sticking point for a lot of reviewers is they they don't like the combat. I, I feel mm. like the combat is like you get out of it what you put into it. Mm-hmm. If you commit to learning the combos and you play it kind of like a Souls game where it's like you are very intentional and precise and you're right. focused on timing your attacks correctly, I feel like mm-hmm. it's really enjoyable. I can nice. also see how people would be like, I just spam light attack and I win. <laughs> so is so is it like uh, in terms of the... the um the uh you know the fighting is it like uh how does it compare to anthem i guess i i would compare it very it's very similar to anthem as far as like you don't fly as much as you do in anthem It, it is definitely more designed for being on the ground 
which is weird when you're playing as Iron Man, but the ground combat is better than, than okay. his flying combat. Um, but as right. far as like, there's, there's a bunch of mobs. It's, it's, you're not just fighting one or two enemies at a time generally. Um, so you'll mm-hmm. have large groups of mobs, um, some AOE attacks and you'll need to dodge from, you know, different angles and everything. So I, it's more melee focused than range focused. So mm-hmm. it, it's different from Anthem in that because Anthem is very much a keep your distance. You use your javelin to keep your distance from things and beat them up for yeah. the most part. Well, unless you're the, well, ch- the chunky boy. Yeah. Well, we'll see, dude. We'll see how it all works out. We'll definitely keep our eye open. Yes. And uh, maybe this is something to pick up from the bargain bin. I don't know. Maybe so. I and I, I, you know, it's unfortunately it's, it's doing what most of the games as a service do is the release is less than stellar, but I, rough. I feel rough like launch. they've got a good place to build from. So it, it just depends on what they do with it. So it's, it's wait, yeah. wait and see. Check back in six months. It could be a must buy by then. I don't know. There we go. Uh, Next up, Matsky, CD Projekt Red, giving free upgrades for The Witcher 3, man. How do, how do we like that? What's that? Uh, 505 Studios, you said? Control Ultimate <laughs> Edition? Oh, what? Yes. No, nothing to say? Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Where where where'd we get this story? Oh, Reddit. This is just oh, a yes. Reddit post. Okay. Yeah, and it's- It was a tweet. It was, it was the- <laughs> <laughs> the Reddit post of the tweet. That's right. That <laughs> From Twitter that, via uh, Reddit. Yes. There you go. From Twitter via Reddit. Uh, Witcher. Witcher 3 coming to the next generation. A visually and technically enhanced version of the game will be available to, for purchase for PC and next-gen consoles. And as a free update for owners of the game on PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4. So l- let me get this straight. I bought a game five years ago at release. Mm-hmm. It's 2015, right? That's when it came out? Yes. I think that's right. Yeah. Okay. So I bought a game five years ago, and you're telling me that the publisher is going to upgrade it to the next generation of console for free. For free, buddy. They're wow. going to give it to you. CD Projekt Red, once again, coming through with uh, the consumer-friendly practices. We we love this we love this developer, obviously. We really just, which is why there's so much goodwill, uh, you know, afforded to them, right? right. Uh, when they say, "Hey, we're going to push back the release six months, eight months," like they've pushed it back over and over again, right? And you never hear the the community just up in arms, right? Because these 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 folks, they do it right, you know, and um, they're just constantly proving to everyone that. Good consumer practices will net you uh, not just goodwill from your, um, you know, from your market, but also, uh, 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 how much were they valued at this last go around? What was like the, the second most valuable, uh, um, games developer in Europe? In Europe, or something yeah. Like that? I think that's right. Yeah. Right. I don't remember so, the number exactly, but yeah, that was, that was where they, it was a lot. A lot of zeros, man. Yes. (laughs) It was a lot of zeros. But I mean, you know, it's stuff like this, right? It's stuff like this that just makes us, uh, you know, just fall in love with the developer. And so hopefully what this looks like in five, ten years is 
is them pumping out just better and better games, you know? So we know that the roadmap here up ahead soon will be um, Cyberpunk and right. everything that's coming with that game. Um, but then beyond Cyberpunk, what was it? This, we just talked about a story from them. They They were putting out another something non-cyberpunk Ooh, i know I that like they've got the, the uh the witcher monster hunter augmented reality it's like the the witcher pokemon go type mm. game um i don't know i can't remember what it was yeah. it'll come to me man i'm point sure. is they're doing a great job over there and we love them they are and admittedly they are able to do things like this because they are the second most valuable game developer in Europe. Like because they got the money to do this, they can afford to do this. Yeah. I know I kind Let's of say- threw some shade at control and their publisher <laughs> which is admittedly a much smaller <laughs> company with you know with less money less, on hand. But less resources. They need yeah. all the money they can get. Clearly. Yeah, leave and, them alone. And they're doing everything they can to get it. Let them put their hands in your pocket. Stop resisting. <laughs> Stop resisting. <laughs> That's right. Uh, what do you got for us next, Manny? Uh, Manny. Oh, I oh, just did it. We did I'm it. sorry, Matt. Couldn't make I'm it through sorry. the episode. It's okay. <laughs> I am not Manny. What, Let me what, know uh, what Hey, no one, no one is Manny but Manny. That's them, true. Them sexy, them sexy baritones. Uh, you put a, a little Super Mario uh, tidbit in here. What do you got for us? Everyone's bud? favorite plumber is 35. That is right. Ooh. The Super Mario 35th anniversary. Nintendo announced some uh, some fun stuff they're going to be putting out. This is mm. from GameSpot. New Super Mario themed products have been releasing all year long in anticipation of the famous video game character's 35th anniversary. From the Lego NES to the Mario inspired editions of Monopoly and Jenga, and a new Uniqlo T-shirt collection. A steady stream of Mario toys has already been hitting shelves and online storefronts. But those new releases have been building to the grand finale of Nintendo's Mario celebrations with a new Super Mario Brothers 35th Anniversary Direct that surprise dropped today, which was Thursday, I believe. Mm. A slew of exciting announcements came out of the Mario Direct, including Super Mario 3D All-Stars, a remastered collection of Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy, releasing September Mm -hmm. 18th. Uh, Super Mario Bros. 35 oh. is the battle royale we didn't know we needed, pitting 35 players <laughs> against each other as they make their way through a Super Mario Bros. level and compete to be the last Mario standing. But in addition to the game releases, Nintendo is leaning hard into new products and toys, celebrating Mario's long history. All right. So, we got Mario Very stuff nice. coming. We have... The, the big ones here are... Uh, Mario 3D All-Stars, which is the, the... The 3D All-Stars, yeah. Yep. It's the the Mario 3D games. So we get Super Mario mm-hmm. 64, Super Mario Sunshine, Super Mario Galaxies on the Switch. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, and those are beloved. Those are beloved yes, versions of those. They games. are. Everybody loves those. Yeah. Uh, I know... I think it was Sunshine that had some some weird motion control issues on the Wii, but that's gone now, I guess. I guess they took it out for the, for the Switch release. So everyone's big complaint is gone. Uh, and then Super Mario Battle Royale. <laughs> I, I really do wish yes. Manny was here to talk to to talk about this because we know how he feels about battle royales. Yeah, no, the BRs, <laughs> the BR, nobody knew they needed exactly. Right? <laughs> and it's it, they did. If you played Tetris ninety nine, it's very similar. You know, as as you defeat enemies, they pop up on somebody else's screen, and you know, 
it's basically just stay alive and beat the level. Be the last one standing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it looked well, kind of fun. The, t- the takeaway for me here is that Mr. Mario, needs, it's about time for him to settle down. He's getting a little long in the tooth. He's uh, to be a bachelor. It's you know true. what I mean? He needs to it's make a, an honest lady out of an honest princess out of uh, Princess Toadstool over there. Princess Peach, yes. Princess Peach, That's yes. True. I'm sorry. So, I mixed yeah. them up. <laughs> one uh, one interesting Toad. thing here is that uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars and is only going to be available from September 18th to March 31st, 2021. And then oh, wow. okay. they're pulling a Disney vault and taking it off the market. Oh, wow. Um, so hurry up and get them. Right. And I just I expect that they will turn around a year or so later and offer each one of those titles at full price separately. So, yeah. Like you'll so, be. Yeah, just. Yeah, you can buy, buy them, them now. You can. Or you can get the <laughs> re-released version later by itself. Yeah, right. Um, and then Super Mario Brothers 35, the Battle Royale is, uh, is only going to be playable from September 18th when it releases, uh, to March 31st. So that. Free to play? Full uh, of battle passes and all that good stuff? <laughs> I believe that it is free to play as long as you have a Nintendo Online account. Oh, there you so, go. Uh, Nintendo Switch there Online subscription. So nice. Very nice. Uh, what else you got for us here, Matt? All right. Uh, NVIDIA. Ooh. A little NVIDIA news. The NVIDIA was blowing up the PC uh, channel this week. Yes, so. it was. We were a little busy in there. NVIDIA has <laughs> finally announced their next generation of graphics cards from mm. MarketWatch.com. NVIDIA delivers greatest ever generational leap with GeForce RTX 30 series GPUs. NVIDIA mm. today unveiled its GeForce RTX 30 series GPUs powered by the NVIDIA Ampere architecture, which delivers the greatest ever generational leap in GeForce history. I'm not going to read this word for word, but basically, I was gonna say. yeah, they, the, all the pretty slides showed up to double the performance and double, mm. almost double, 1.9 times power efficiency over the previous Turing-based generation. So I read an article, uh, believe it or not, what? on this, on this, uh, that mentioned this was sort of the NVIDIA's response to all the sort of, you know, next-gen consoles sort of competing with the PC, uh, you know, universe. And like, you know, there was a time, there was a moment where we were talking like crazy talk, like, oh, these consoles are going to be able to hang with the PCs, finally. Right. And then and, and then NVIDIA just drops it, this on them. It's like... <laughs> yes, this was this was NVIDIA walking into the crowd that was talking about all those consoles and whether or not it was worth it to have a PC anymore. And this is them just dropping yeah. the mic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it It is absurd. They put performance comparisons between this generation and last generation. Um, and everybody expected there to be a big performance increase, but what no one expected was for them to just slash prices on these cards. Yeah. So, well, I saw that, I saw that, like, some of the prices I was seeing, I was like, that doesn't look right because I usually, like, I don't know a lot about PCs, but I know that everything is like, like, if it's not $800, then you're probably buying like a three-year-old version of whatever it is that you're Right. <laughs> You know? <laughs> yeah, and, and that's absolutely right. Especially their their two thousand series, the twenty series. 
Um, yeah. The, the 2080. So for comparison, the, the 3080, which releases September 17th is going to, mm-hmm. uh, is going to be $699. Right. The 2080, about $800. And Oof. the, yeah. And, and the 3080 just stomps the 2080 into the ground. Um, in, in up terms to, of performance, yes, like we're talking hundred percent performance increase over the 2080 Oof. for less Jeez. money for less money right now. Right. Uh, I saw, I saw benchmarks this week of a 3080 running a dozen different modern releases at 4k maximum settings at a hundred plus frames a second. So then let me ask you an elementary question. This is where I was telling you earlier, Matt, <laughs> this is what I'm here for. You're here for all the smart stuff, you and Manny, and I'm here for all the dumbed down like version of, of what does this mean for someone like me, right? I have an old computer here. Yes. You know, or an older computer. Okay. And let's say that I'm like, oh, hey, $699. That seems very reasonable for an upgrade in graphics. I'm going to go get one. Is this something that I could just plug into my machine right now? It, yes, it is. Really? You Really? Yes. So depending on how old your computer is, you, you mm-hmm. may not be able to take advantage of 100% of the new features, but I promise you it is going to be worlds faster than what you have in your PC right now. And when we talk about faster, like, are we talking about purely video games here? Or are we talking about, like, other stuff, too, right? Because I'm sure people watch, you know, Netflix on their PC or they're doing, like, all this crazy, uh, 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 what do you call it, memory stressing stuff on here, right? Like you, crunching all the... I imagine you like, much like Neo, right? With all his computer screens and <laughs> like totally breaking the internet. Following the white um, rabbit. Yes. It, so will this like performance increase equate to things outside of games? There are plenty of applications outside of games. Uh, media creation, content creation is, is the big one. Uh, they mm-hmm. They also announced some really cool broadcast tools and features mm-hmm. that these things will be able to do. They have, they did, they were doing real time, like green screen effects without a green screen through. Oh, wow. In, in videos, like AI engine. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they were doing background blur, like really impressive video background blur. So for streamers and nice. stuff, uh, it just gives that really nice depth of field look to your, your video feed. Um, I mean, it, so yes, there are other things. It's not going to make your Netflix, but watching any faster. No, but, uh, <laughs> but if, if you, yeah. I, I don't know if you do digital photography, uh, you mm-hmm. edit videos on your PC, it, it will accelerate those things. Very cool. Very cool. I know Manny that's in his household. That's something he has to deal mm-hmm. with. Uh, he has a photographer in, uh, in the home, yes. which eats a lot of his internet sometimes. Mm. I don't know if this thing will make your internet faster, though. That's- no, you unfortunately <laughs> cannot download more internet here. <laughs> well, shucks. I know. Oh, man. Maybe maybe next Anything generation. Else? Maybe the 4000 series. Yeah. Anything else on the NVIDIA story you want to touch upon there, Matsky? Yes, they, uh, they showed the... The 3090, which in the past their top of the line card has, they've called it the Titan, but it's the 3090 this time. They dubbed it the BF GPU. 
which this ar- oh. this article breaks down as big ferocious GPU, but oh. that's that's not what I'm hearing here. The BF. I was gonna say the yeah, BF GPU. The BFG was not called the big ferocious gun. If I'm, it was <laughs> if I not. <laughs> but they they showed some uh, some gameplay of it it playing 8K playing games at 8K 60 FPS. Now they they use some does... digital trickery to get there, okay. but uh, so it looked like they rendered the games are actually rendered at 1440p, but then they um, they use DLSS, which is a, another software magic thing that they've got going on with with their AI. What I want to know, what I want to know is how does watching anything in 8K, you know, with 1000 FPS not just melt your brain. You know, like at some point your eyeballs just in your brain, your nervous system just can't deal with the sensory overload. Yeah, and and that's the thing. If the distances that I play from my monitors, if I were to watch something at 8K, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference between my 4K monitor and my 8K just because of how far away I am. I'm too, like, I would have to be inches away from an 8K monitor to notice that kind of difference. And yeah, I, I read, I saw an interesting little article that asked the question, is the RTX 30 series just making resolution obsolete? Mm-hmm. And maybe that would be awesome if it is. But I mean, you know, people are still going to use the marketing numbers to sell things, but it yeah. does it really matter anymore? Sell things question. to people like Manny who love the K's and the P's. The K's he wants the all P's. the K's and the P's in his thingamajig, in his box, yes. in his machine. And that's <laughs> fine. More power to him. Yeah. So yeah, that... NVIDIA's got new stuff. Uh, AMD has started leaking their stuff. They leaked a, a teaser for their big Navi cards in Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we know nothing else about them yet, but they have a whole lot of ground to make up if they're going to top this. I was going to say, man, they better come with like the same uh, price point because yeah. that's going to be hard to well, beat. Well, <laughs> I think that they're going to need to undercut NVIDIA because AMD has always had the reputation of being the better value. They've never mm-hmm. been able mm-hmm. to top NVIDIA in performance at the top end of their cards. Um, yeah. But they've always beaten them in price. So it'll be interesting to see what they do coming up. Yeah. Well, good deal. Good deal. Uh, anything else, Matt? Nothing from this one. We will just wait and see till right. we can get a ha- our hands on one. September 17th, hopefully. Of course, nobody's going to be stocked. <laughs> Maybe by Christmas. There you go. There you go. Uh, so we got the hint of this next story from our good friend, uh, the Snatching Panda, uh, yes. in our uh, in the Discord. But uh, it, you know, he he mentioned uh, EA up to its old tricks again uh, in uh, uh, UFC. Apparently, they well, when we caught wind of the story, they had thrown in. Uh, you know, non-skippable, non-skippable ads into the game through an update. Yes. Uh, but then apparently they had a change of heart. The backlash did not feel good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, uh, from, uh, from Kotaku, uh, at some point over the last week, Electronic Arts took a game already full of ads. It's sports, it's a sports game. It comes with the territory. Haha. Insert, uh, Haha, uh-huh, laugh track. Laugh track, yep. And, and added more. 
Uh, only this wasn't an in-world kind of deal. It was a literal commercial flashing around in the middle of a fight. Sometimes when an MMA fighter takes a couple of years off, they come back transformed, throwing out. Uh, you, uh, throwing out. You can see an example in the GIF. Oh, wait. Sorry. Oh, yep. We cut this, the GIF out. Sorry about that. that. <laughs> there was a GIF there. Uh, uh, but anyway, the point is, uh, you go out, you buy your sports game, which I honestly, I don't even see the point in doing that anymore. I, I think they lost me at, uh, you know, the, the early 2000s version. When they, honestly, the nail in the coffin was when they dropped NCAA. Yes. Uh, from their lineup, you know? You and me both. But, buddy. uh, yeah, but, um, you know, like, why would you even go out and buy it anymore? You know, we've seen what, um, uh, what 2K Games has done to their, you know, sports franchises especially. And so, you know, here we have EA, uh, going out there and, and just inserting commercials into your video game. And it's just like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? We've paid full price for this game and you're throwing commercials into my gameplay like that. I think, I feel like we're at that, um, uh, minority report level of like ridiculousness, yeah. right? Or no, it wasn't minority. Was it minority it, report where they, they showed you your ads and they called you by name and all that stuff? Oh, was it? It was. I, th- it? I think it was. Yeah. I think that was part of it. Yeah. Because it's, it would scan your eyeballs and he's, uh, did he steal someone's eyeballs? So yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they right. wouldn't know yep. it was him. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Anyway, uh, but uh, apparently, uh, to continue in the article, once folks noticed, a Reddit thread popped up and quickly moved to 90K likes and a comfortable spot on the site's front page. Mm-hmm. Reddit Collective, uh, <laughs> der EA bad default mindset, obviously contributed there, but it also it's also some genius BS, given the fact uh, previous series ads have been relegated to menus and not in the middle of the fight. Uh, responding to the backlash, EA community team posted a statement. Earlier this week, the team turned on ad placements in EA Sports uh, UFC 4 that appeared during the replay moments in gameplay. This type of advertising inventory is not new to the UFC franchise, though we have typically reserved displaying ads to uh, specific main menu tiles or octagon logo placement. It is abundantly clear from your feedback that integrating ads into the replay and overlay experience is not welcome. The advertisements have been disabled by the team and we apologize for any disruption to gameplay that players have experienced. We realize that this should have been communicated with players ahead of time and that's on us. We want to make sure our players have the best possible experience playing EA Sports UFC 4, so ad integration in the replay and overlay experience will not be reappearing in the future. Thank you for your continued feedback on EA Sports UFC 4. I don't believe any of that post. <laughs> I, I I don't either. I First off, how would communicating that we're going to insert ads in the middle of your gameplay... May have made this any better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and like, why did you not put them in right away? Right. You know what I mean? It seems like such a slimy thing to do. Like that, like you get people to buy your game, you know, they play it for a week or however long. And then there's like, okay, here it is. Boom. You know, it's like, you know, Dr. Evil levels of, you know, trickery. Right. You know what I mean? It's just, it's not cool. And, you know, 
to be fair, like Activision does the same thing, right? Like when they release their game, or at least they did in, uh, maybe it was the Black Ops, the last Black Ops, wherever, you know, we played the game. Okay. This is great. We like it. Oh yeah. You know, the BR version is a lot of fun. People are having a great time. And then they dropped the, uh, you know, their microtransactions became abundantly clear, but we had already had the game for a while. And, Surprise and up on mechanics, it. Andy. Surprise yeah. mechanics. Oh, dude. It just, it, it infuriates me, man. It infuriates me. I just, I would rather pay whatever price point they want us to pay to keep all this garbage out of our pastime. Yeah. Give, you know what I mean? Give me the, the Amazon Kindle purchasing options where I can buy, I can buy the version with special offers for $20 yeah. less, or I can pay $20 more and get the ad free version. Yeah. But, the, but, but the problem is they don't want that, right? No, they don't. <laughs> they want the money. They want all of the money. You know, they want every last dime in your pocket, you know, and it just, and part of the problem I is that, that, that EA in particular, and I'm, I'm looking at, at Madden and I'm looking at UFC and mm-hmm. they have, uh, they own NHL license too, right? Does EA own NHL license? I think they do. But anyway, yes, so they go yeah. out and they, they buy the licenses for these professional sports leagues. And then the, mm-hmm. and FIFA, obviously, I don't know how I skipped FIFA there, but, um, mm-hmm. fans of those sports, they want to play that, like they want the most realistic experience in those sports. So they get mm-hmm. the licensed version of the NFL game the mm-hmm. FIFA game, the NHL game. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing that gets bought. And there's nobody else out there that's making a better like dollar store version, basically. Yeah. Like, we, yeah. we don't well, get I... a random backyard football game anymore. Like it's, it has right, to be right. licensed. Otherwise it's not going to sell. Well, do you remember like so many years ago and I can't even make it was had to be it's got to be close to 20 years ago, right? When uh what was the last non uh EA uh, football game that we played? Wasn't it EA? Was it like EA? It was it was a 2K game, right? Well, yeah, it was it, it was uh they used to have the NFL 2K whatever. The ESPN, I said EA. I meant ESPN. Yeah. It was like an ESPN affiliation in there I seem to recall. But I remember it being a great game. Like people were like, "Dude, this is great!" Like it was real competition mm-hmm. uh, to the EA franchise, and then they just bought the uh, the license. And so, of course, this other, you know, I think I'm pretty sure it was 2K, who is not innocent by any stretch, oh, right? No. But well, yeah, like in those days when it was comp- competitive, you know, it was like th- these two, you know, it kept. Uh, EA honest, right? And, and like you had to innovate. It's like, dude, look, this other developer has innovated gameplay and it's fun. It's better than your game. And it was. Right. And, and then it's like, okay, we'll just buy the franchise, you know what I mean? Or we'll just buy the license. So it's like, okay, well, there goes that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And what do we get from that? We got the same version of the game year in, year out. Oh, except we look, we we've we've innovated. We put microtransactions in there. Now. We've you added know, it's, more it's, ads. Oh my god, it's so it's frustrating, man. But we'll see. Hopefully, look, CD Projekt Red is gonna drown them all out and make them better. We can only I hope know they are. Help us, CD Projekt but, Red. You're our only hope. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> yes, yes. Princess Leia implores you. Um, so, hey, Matt, good news. We can now put a price tag on Warframe. What? We, uh, we, we, yeah, we talked about this, uh, I think a week or two ago, how, um, uh, Tencent was, uh, trying to buy Leiu, who is the, you know, the, the, the owner of Warframe. Right. Um, but, uh, but now we know what the potential price tag for that is. You mean it's not free? I thought Warframe was free. Not. It's a free to play game, but it's not a free to own game, Matt. Mm. <laughs> From, uh, ISK, uh, Mogul. Uh, the, we'll just read the, the, um, uh, the, the lead here, but Tencent acquires Leiu technologies for around $1.4 billion. $1.4 billion. Now that's Leiu technology, right? We can't really attribute that price tag to Warframe itself, but, that is the property that they own that we're all interested in. So, one point four billion with a B. And you were mentioning that that was cash that yes. they were buying it out of their cash. How do you have cash reserves of one point four billion dollars? I just oh. just ask Apple. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, oh, uh, microtransactions. That's yes. how <laughs> because you're Tencent and you own the world. Yeah, no kidding, dude. That's so crazy, man. So I, I guess I don't know that it's the, the you know, that's it's actually a done deal. I think there's like a a grace period here before they close it. But um, yeah, I think they've got to go through all their courts and do all the due diligence yeah. things. And but, you know, their, as far as I know, merger. Tencent is the Chinese government and it'll go through just fine. Yeah, right. No kidding. Yeah, that's a conversation for another day. But um, yeah, dude. So uh, one point four billion dollars. Obviously, we already talked about this story. Uh, it, you know, my the big sort of red flag here is that it's Tencent. They're pretty, um, uh, you know, they're they're very well known for you know how they monetize their games, and yep. and of course now they have their hands on a property like Warframe, which we have discussed, like you and I were having a discussion while we were putting the notes together about how, you know, I, I feel like DE gets a pass. And I've mentioned this before on, on several recordings, right? That, that, you know, we just kind of give them a pass because, oh, you know, it's DE and they, they, they have a consumer friendly monetization, but you know, part of me is like, I don't know, man, like, we, like we should talk about this, right? Like, are, are they really awesome? Because look, the last time a game put in, um, XP, XP boosters, we got really upset. Yep. And Warframe not only has XP boosters, they have, uh, credit boosters. They've got, they got like three or four different kinds of they've, boosters. They've you credit, can buy. credit boosters, resource boosters, and experience boosters. Is that right? And they're not cheap. Yeah. And they're not cheap. No. Right? Like all, each one of those is at least $20. Right? And you have to buy them separately. So I don't know, dude. Like, and, and again, I say that, but everything that you can buy, you can earn in game. You can, you mentioned yourself, right? So part of the reason is, um, you know, you can get plat just by farming stuff. So plat is their, their, their premium currency. Right. Uh, in the game and um, you can buy it and certainly it's it's you know we can discuss whether or not it's fairly priced um, but you can also get it like I could farm a certain rare whatever 
you know, yeah, typically it's it, for a gun or armor yeah. and, and I could sell it to you for whatever price we negotiate. Right. Exactly. So, but, uh, but still, I don't know, dude, I, I, it makes me very nervous that, uh, that Tencent now has their grubby little paws on all of those microtransactions <laughs> in that game, man. Yeah. That it, it is. I mean, it's definitely something to keep an eye on. Um, we, mm. we may take away all of that, that grace that we give DE on their, their mm-hmm. monetization model. But. Well, yeah, and certainly you know, if they change it, right? Right. Certainly if they change but it. But they, they haven't changed it yet and they did just release a new update, right? They did. They did. And by just release, I, you know, it was probably what, like 10 days ago? Something like so that. So a little yeah. over a week ago. Yeah. Um, and, and it's a, and it's a good update apparently. You know, their last few updates haven't been so great. This one, the, uh, Heart of Deimos. Uh, we, we have talked about, um, sort of, uh, that update in the past. They've shown us some stuff through their Tenacon and, and, and whatnot. So we had been promised, um, this content, uh, from a while back from the, like the Railjack sort of, you know, promised days. But, um, uh, we, it's in our hands now and uh, apparently it's, it's pretty good. Uh, most, you know, some of the content creators that I watch, uh, started out Warframe, uh, Creators, they've switched to more variety. I'm thinking like Rio specifically. Uh, I, I like a lot of his stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, he's been super critical almost to like a trollish degree of DE, uh, and Warframe. And, uh, and he, even he, when referencing the, this latest update, he, he said, he had good things to say about it. So, um, for someone that's that, I, I even, I would even describe what he is as hyper critical. Uh, uh, for someone who's hyper critical of the game to say that it's a good update, I think it's like, oh, okay. So that's, that's great. Um, but, uh, they've added a new zone. Um, okay. Which, a, uh, yeah. Apparently a, uh, an infested version of the open world. Yeah, that kind of round, um, rounds out the, uh, the, the big three, right? So we, we had, uh, Eidolon is, is mostly Grenier. And then we've got the Cor, Corpus. What's the? Yes. The, mm-hmm. the Corpus, Corpus on Fortuna. And, mm-hmm. and now we've got the Infested on, on Deimos, right? Yes. And you know what, dude? That's, my, that, that's always been my favorite. Uh, enemy in that game is the infested and also the frames that come from that, right? Like specifically, um, Saren. Yes. Saren uh, you know, is a has... fan favorite. Dude, I love that frame, man. Like she's one of my absolute favorites, dude. She's always one that I try to grind for as quick as possible every time I switch. Cause I have, uh, Warframe on, uh, you know, obviously the Xbox. I had it, uh, I still have it on the, uh, switch, which I'm not crazy about. Right. Um, and I just, I just downloaded it on the PC. So, <laughs> so well, I mean, I love Saren, but the, let me, I mean, as you play through it, let me know. Cause part of this, this update is a revamp new player experience, right? So yeah, actually, you know what? Let's, let's get into the, uh, the article here okay. so we can actually speak intelligently. Let's about stuff, but. do it. From Polygon, we've got uh, New Zone. Heart of Z- Heart of Deimos unlocks the second moon of Mars, Deimos, which hosts a ton of hidden technology and was once a site for research into the void. Warframe's take on the unspeakable cosmic powers. 
Unfortunately, Deimos has been nearly consumed by the infestation, and the player needs to ensure that the heart of Deimos does not stop beating. Deimos is an open-world zone similar to Orb Vallis and the Plains of Eidolon. However, <clears throat> Deimos is smaller and much more dense. The above-ground portion will have canyons and peaks to navigate with giant dragonfly-esque beasts that can work as temporary mounts. Uh, there are also procedurally generated caverns that are closer to a standard Warframe mission. Uh, there is no standard day or night on Deimos. Uh, instead, two giant worms are battling back and forth for dominance. One worm, a striking orange fellow, signifies that waves of infested will attack. But each day, the blue worm will triumph and the planet will become a more peaceful place for a time. So, um... It sounds like uh, not quite as big as, you know, Eidolon or uh, Orb Vallis, uh, which is the Fortuna world, um, but uh, more densely, uh, uh, you know, it's more dense. Uh, and then they have those uh, procedurally generated uh, caverns, which is something that most of us are used to, right. you know, if you've played Warframe. That's how the levels are sort of generated, right? Yeah. There's no... No two times are they going to look. It's never exactly alike, the right? same, right? So, but, uh, um, so is it? Uh, I, I feel like that the fact that it's denser works really well with the infested because I, I feel like there's always a lot more enemies on infested missions. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, in uh, very claustrophobic, right? Yep. Like they, those those missions feel. Uh, I, I think it taps into that alien. Uh, you know, or aliens, uh, the James Cameron, uh, films. Or no. Yes. James Cameron and then Ridley Scott, right? Yes. Or now Ridley Scott? Yeah. Anyway, um, it taps into that sort of sensation, right? That feeling. But, uh, but we'll see. I've not had a chance to play it, uh, yet. My, um, you know, we were talking about it. It's like, dude, I better jump into this and, and see what it's all about. Um, I, I had erased it from my, uh, uh, Xbox to make room Oops. because it's a huge, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a huge game, dude. It's, it's a big over a hundred gigs. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, and, um, so destiny, so I'm downloading up. it. It's okay. Yeah. If your game is over a hundred gigs, <laughs> that's right. You yeah, don't right. have to delete all the content. <laughs> that's right. Um, but, uh, so I'm downloading it again. I downloaded it on the PC, uh, to give that new player experience. Uh, a world, but anything, any thoughts on the, uh, on the new zone, uh, Matt, anything? Yeah. That, uh, I, uh, I, I like you am I like fighting the infested, um, infested and Grenier are the two that I, I tend to enjoy fighting more. Uh, mm-hmm. the corpus, corpus just annoy me with the shields and everything. I, I get tired uh, of them yeah. and all the knockback, the stomp, stompy robot things. No, thanks. Yes. Uh, but I, I'm, yeah. I'm excited about that. That sounds like fun to me. Um, I can get back in and slice up some infested. Yeah, well, you're gonna have to put put me in your in your backpack if if you do, because uh, I'm a, I'm a a baby Warframe on the PC well, let's, uh, world. Let's do it, man. We'll get in there. But uh, there you go. Uh, new player experience. So we just talked about this. Uh, Warframe is uh, 
Intimidating for new players? Very much so. Yes. Uh, last year, Digital Extremes announced a new player experience is on the way to make for a better tutorial and introduction to the world of Warframe. The Heart of Deimos will bring the new player experience to live servers, allowing players to go through a much smoother road from the early game into the meat of the story. Um, so, uh, I did download it. I was able to... Uh, start playing it. Some some things that were interesting for me. So I have a Warframe account, but I used the uh, Xbox Live Xbox Live sign in uh, version of that. So I didn't actually create a uh, you know a Warframe slash Digital Extreme account. It was just using my Xbox Live right. to log me in. <laughs> So when I got to the PC version, it's like, hey, enter your, you know, email and password. And, and I did. And it's like, nope, we don't have anything for that. You and so I realized exist. like, oh, I don't, I don't have anything over there. So I had to actually create an actual account and, and get in there. Once I did though, uh, the first thing you see is the cutscene, which, uh, is incredible looking. On my old machine, I can't imagine what it's going to look like on one of those RTX 3000 uh, uh, graphics cards. You know what I mean? I'm sure it's going to look gorgeous. But, um, it, dude, it's a beautiful cutscene. It's a great cutscene, dude. It's awesome, bro, to see them. You know, you've got you've got your three frames, right? And we've yep. seen the cutscene. They, they already revealed it to us over a year ago, I think. So, um, But that's so cool, man. I, I think it really does... Uh, give you the sense that the sort of the scope of the game, it really does communicate that to you. You know, I don't think we have actual battles the size of what we saw in the cutscene, really, but it does give you uh, a sense of sort of the size of the universe because that star map is enormous, bro. It is so intimidating uh, at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it does sort of, I, I feel like it gives you the sense of the enormity of what you're about to, uh, embark upon. Uh, so I think that's super cool. Um, and again, just the, the, the cinematic is, uh, is beautiful, dude. I, I love it, man. The graphics, uh, of it are, are gorgeous. The colors, everything. Uh, it just looks, uh, incredible. So, um, the, the UI, uh, was, I mean, the pause menu and all that stuff looked the same to me, but yes, the tutorial, the actual sort of, of, of cutscene, uh, you know, where, uh, I forget the, the, the boss's name. He's, he's, he's the boss, um, V, v or it starts with a V. I can't remember. Anyway, he comes up and he talks about how, you know, he's going to take you prisoner and then Space Mom lets you loose and then you go ahead and go through all your tutorials. Right? All Space Mom. Um, yeah. When, well, anyway, we won't spoil nope. it. No spoilers. <laughs> so yeah. Yes. Uh, space bombs on there. So it's kind of cool to hear her voice again. Um, but, uh, but yeah, dude, uh, I like it, man. I think hopefully, uh, it, you know, that part of it, the introduction, uh, will be a little smoother. It's still though, I, I can't, it's hard for me to imagine that they would make this a more player friendly game, uh, with, everything there is to learn in that game. I mean, you really do. Like this, I've never experienced a game like Warframe in terms of trying to learn how to play it. Uh, with the exception of maybe uh, PoE. Yes, I, I was going to say also, PoE has got to be up there just as far as, yeah. as stacking systems on systems on systems. 
Well, and, and, and the thing, the thing, the, the thing with that is like this game, I feel like broke me of PO, like when, when you guys were trying to get me into POE, I was like, I'm, I'm not going to learn a game like Warframe again. I'm sorry. This game could be better, like twice as good as Warframe, but to put me through that amount of work, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to do it. And I, I don't want to do it, man. And I don't blame you. It, it is a ton of work and just like Warframe yeah. is, there's, I'm sure that the tutorial, the new player experience is, is great. And I'm sure that it gets you started. Yes. Yeah. But, but there's, there's so, so much there's... that you, you just, you can't put everything in a tutorial or you can have a 30 hour tutorial. Yes. Cause there's I'm a lot serious, going dude. on. You're absolutely right. It has to, it's almost like a, you know, it's a, it's a three day course. You know, before we even pick up the controller, we got to go through the systems. Here's your manuals. We got checklists and your your technical documents, and I'm going to need you to sit sit through and uh, show me you've memorized these pages. Yeah, yeah. There's so much to it. There's so much to it. But I think uh, worth it uh, for for what I got out of the game. Super enjoyable. Lots of fun. Very powerful. I, I love it. You know. For, for a game that's so complex, it, it lends itself to the casual player. Yes, also, it does. I think. And I think, I think it, more than a lot of other games with the free to play model, it is mm-hmm. very easy to pick it up and play it for free. Yes. Yeah. That, that's absolutely right. You know, I, I, I know I, I sort of slammed them a little bit for their, um, microtransactions. Now, if, but- if you start playing and you're, once you get, you know, a hundred plus hours in, you're going to start wanting to give them money to speed some things up, but you will get the full experience of this game without paying a penny. Yeah. Yeah. That for is sure. easy for to sure. do. So I recommend if anybody hasn't checked it out and you enjoy third person space ninja game, do it, go look at it, just download yeah. it, install it, play the tutorial. Throw it away we've if you don't like said, it. We've always said it's free. It's free. Give it a whirl. You got nothing to lose. Uh, new frames. We've got some new frames, man. That brings the their stable of frames up to about 70, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> That's a slight exaggeration, but not really. Like, it's got to be pushing 40, right? It, no. Yeah. No. Maybe. Tw- uh, yeah, dude. It's No, it's it, it's up there. Let me it's see It's a here. lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, you look it up. I was about to. So you can talk about the new frames while I'm looking it up. So uh, a few new frames. We've got uh, uh, Zaxu uh, and um, they the the next new Warframe is named Zaxu and they were designed by the community from start to finish through a process set up by the developer uh, Digital Extreme. So it's a community developed Warframe. Zaxu is a quote-unquote broken Warframe, and their design is a creepy mass of muscle-looking metal and plasma ropes. The next two Warframes after Zaxu are the Alchemist, a massive mad scientist with detachable arms, and Wraith, a sleek Reaper character who was designed by a community artist two years ago. Now that the community artist in question works for Digital Extremes, this fan-favorite concept is becoming a Warframe in earnest. So that's, I guess, technically two community created, uh, Warframes, except one happened to have gotten hired by, right. <laughs> by the developer. So. All right. So, hey, um, you may have been joking, but as of September 2020, there's a total of 75 Warframe characters to choose from with a caveat. Shut up. With dude. a caveat. 
31 primes, 44 non-primes. So there's... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so there's 44 yeah. unique frames. 44. Yes. Yes, yes. And okay. then there's oh shiny God. versions of 31 of them. Yeah. Well, shiny, and then they do have a little bit of a... like a Yeah, they have a little bit of a stat bump, bump but not... Tiny. Yeah, after you've modded and everything, it's not really yeah. noticeable. They're, they're fashion Negligible, for sure. statements. Yeah. Definitely. Man, some of those are really pretty though, dude. They, they are, but they're at a premium, man. Those primes are like 70 bucks when you buy them from DE, man. So, dude, um, I'm still mad. I have been a, war- I've had a Warframe account long enough that I could have bought and bought an Excalibur Prime Founders Pack. Uh, and I didn't. Yes. And now, like, that's, that's uh, the ultimate status symbol in that game right now. That really is, and, dude, cause they don't, they're not even selling them. They're not they, unvaulting yeah, that they, prime. They that's, never will. That's, no, that's it. That the only time you could get yep. it was at the very beginning. And I had a chance, wow, and I was like, "No, I'm not. I'm not going to give these guys hundred bucks." What a loser! I know, right? <laughs> just kidding, man. I'm just kidding, buddy. Uh, but uh, anyway, yeah. So forty plus frames to to choose from with three new ones uh, here. Uh, one now, and I think um, two more coming soon, uh, or if not already. Um, and then, of course, uh, lore, which is super important in this game, right? This, this game really does do that, right? I think I really love how they deliver quests in this game. Now, some of them are pretty forgettable, but there are some super memorable uh, quests in this. I'm thinking, yep. you know, the second dream, obviously. Um, and, you know, not that, that we're going to give too much up, but... Um, Second dream, uh, the, the sort of the, um, you know, you talked about Excalibur Prime, the, the mission where you get the, the sort of, uh, what do you call it? The, um, the umbral consolation prize. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The umbral, the umbral Excalibur. Um, that one's another really good, uh, yeah. The, the war within quest. is the name of that quest line. War, war within, war within. That one's a really good one. Um, and apparently this one too. This is another, quest uh or the 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 update brought with it some quests that are are uh you know hopefully uh up there but uh from the story uh heart of deimos's main quest line will bring players through deimos to uncover the uh orican experiments that took place uh, on the planet low-level players will be able to start playing on deimos to level up and earn experience and rewards from open world events however Parts of the planet will be barred to them until they complete the quest, the second dream, which is worth playing. You need to hurry up and get there as soon as you can anyway. Uh, there will be uh, archives on the planet that reveal more about the Orkin Empire, uh, period. Based on the demo shown at Tenacon, it looks as though we'll be finding out a lot more about the Void and the circumstances under which the Tenno were created. That'll be good to, uh, to finally learn. Heart of Deimos will not continue the narrative of the new war and the return of this uh, of the scientists. Instead, we'll be taking care of an existential threat and finding out more of the past. Um, so uh, we'll see, man. I'm I'm gonna get in there. I'm probably gonna play through these quests and then I imagine myself putting it down again. Um, but but the lore in this game is wonderful. Uh, there's there's a lot of stuff to get through, and again, for a free game, there's no need to pay any money to get through the story. Right. Um. It it's it's a it's just a fantastic game. Some of the quests in this uh, game are just uh incredible and super memorable. You know. So 
get in there and play it. It's free. And then you can know what space bomb means, uh, means, right? Yes, so. exactly. And get yeah. in there before, uh, before Tencent gets their hooks in it. Oh my God. I know. Cause yeah, right now it's, it's, you know, you could play it for free, but soon I'm sure, uh, you know, that'll all change. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, man, anything else on, uh, on the new, uh, experience or the update? No, I'm excited to check it out. Well, Matsky, it seems like we've reached the end of the show. And without Manny, we were we, able to. Yep. Well, without Manny, we break babbled the, uh, without him to keep us yes. on track. So a little long That's today, true. but yeah. good show. Hopefully, I thought we, hopefully. we made it. We did it. And we, we did, did we it. We didn't burn down the house. We didn't. We didn't. Everything's still, we all have our fingers and toes and we didn't burn down the house. Great. We won. Uh, but anyway. Um, that's it, everybody. This is where Manny does a great job with the outro. I, at this point, have checked out, so <laughs> so I don't have a good one. But look, you know where to find us. Uh, we've got GamingAdventureClub.com. That's ha- that has all of our links in there. A huge shout out to all of our patrons. We love you so much. Thank you for making all of this possible. Fret not, Manny will be back. Uh, next week, um, you know. Throw him a, a little uh, uh, support message in the Discord if you're in there, uh, you know, just to let them know that we're all thinking about them. Uh, but uh, but uh, thanks again, Matt, for joining. And thank you, uh, everyone, for giving us your time. Uh, we hope you have an adventurous re- week and take care of each other.